Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. It's going to be a little bit different than what we've ever done. Uh, I'm going to do the next seven days some just answering questions, short, brief, to the point podcast. We're going to do this for a week just to kind of mix things up a little bit. So let's get into the first question. This is a very well thought out question. I get similar questions to this a lot from Marquise Williams. And uh, this type of question can only come from a leader that is value focused and really trying to the very best of his ability provide strong directional leadership to his team. Uh, so we'll hear his question. He gets cut off at the end, but we'll hear his question, then I'm going to answer it. I think you'll find value from it. Hey, how's it going, Dale? It's Marquise Williams. Uh, we've connected in the past. I've been on a few of your podcasts in the past, and I've been using your system for some time to connect with 27 percenters. And I just wanted to ask a quick question. When you look at your strategy of mailing letters or mailing brochures rather where you get the colorful envelope you hand write the address and you drop a, a letter in the mail asking for a referral do you still feel in this day and age that that is an effective methodology do you feel like that's effective or more more importantly is it duplicable in today's society uh, I've been looking at implementing that into my system to increase the customer gathering. And when I look at getting brochures and then getting envelopes and then getting stamps, it seems like I'm I'm sending the new representative in a lot of different directions, and um, you know, which may cause overwhelm, which may cause you know distraction, you know, to I guess getting to the next level of success. So I just thought I'd, I'd drop you a speak pipe and, and see what your thoughts were. Uh, see if it's something that you found a, a more effective solution. See if you found a way to bring it in-house and connect with other cust- uh, other companies that may have some type of... Hey, 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 Mark, Marquise, good to hear from you. Sorry you got cut off right at the very end, but, man, that's a great question and gives me a lot of... Uh, you know, as, as I'm listening to this, I think... I've already answered this, but I don't think I've answered it on a podcast. I think I sent you a direct uh, uh, speak pipe message back. But I think a lot of people, I get a lot of questions regarding this. And just let me just kind of clarify it to the very best of my ability. Because uh, you brought up a lot of stuff in that quick message. Number one, here's what I believe. There is no 
better, more effective way to help a new person launch their business than with direct mail. No better way. Working better today than at any other time in history. And you've obviously studied how we teach it. You probably have a, probably have, um, ordered the Start Right program, I'm assuming. I may have talked about it on a podcast. I don't know. But all your concerns about, you know, the, well, they, the, my new representatives, they got to get stamps, they got to get their letter written, they got to get their, their, their envelopes, so on and so forth. I agree. I understand. And in my mind, when I hear this, here's, here's the way my brain processes it. It's almost like somebody saying, so, and I know you don't, you aren't coming from this perspective, but I understand how others may be. And I also understand that you need clarification and I'm happy to help you. And, and I guess what I'm saying is please take this in the spirit in which it's intended. And I know that you will. But when somebody says, well, Dale, I, where do I get, where can I get, I went to Walmart and I couldn't find any colored brochures. You can order them on Amazon. They'll be ordered today. You'll have them in a couple of days. Well, I need, you know, do I have to buy, you get stamps at the, at the post office. Go buy a hunt. Go buy a roll of stamps. You get a roll of a hundred. When people start coming at a person with that type of information, or that type of whatever you want to call it, to me, in my mind, what I hear, it's like, do I really need to have a yellow M out in front of my McDonald's? Couldn't my I kind of pink is my favorite color. Maybe we should use pink. Maybe we should use a purple M. Do I have to put, do I have to put the special sauce on the Big Mac? I think we should put the special sauce. What if we put this, you know, that special sauce, you know, it takes an ex, a lot of extra time to have to go in and open it up and keep that, uh, keep that in a container and keep that, you know, if I just didn't put the special sauce, it would save me a lot of time and so on and so forth. And, and the amount of, when I hear that, and again, this is this is my issue, but when I hear that, it's like it's it's really it, it's a hurdle. It's 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 a hoop. Can they jump through it? Can they jump through it? Because if they're if they're being mealy mouth about it, then they're probably the wrong people. They're probably the wrong people. A big part of this business is identifying who you can run with. And it's not what they say, it's what they do. A huge part of this business, I'm going to say this again, is identifying who you can run with. And, and, and there's not been a lot talked about that in this profession especially the last 15, 20 years, because 
uh, we, we tend to want to cater to the mediocrity to those that are willing to stay on auto ship one more month. Did you hear what I just said? So a big part of this business is to find those three to five people a year that want it, that know why they're doing it, that want to run, and that are willing to follow a proven system. If they want to go out there and do it on their own, do it however you want to do it. Go out there and spam Facebook every day if that's what you if that's what you want to do. That's cool. Go on YouTube, make videos talking about how you're something that you're not. Embarrass yourself and quit the business. Do whatever you want to do. You know, I mean, they have the opportunity to do whatever they want to do. But training club members, you know, you know. The first thing you do when a new person joins, what do you do? You say, look, I'm working with a guy that has helped develop more five, six, seven figure income earners than any teacher trainer in the market today. Do you want to plug into our system or do you want to do it on your own? And see, if you're not asking that question, then you don't have the obligation or the right to move forward from that point on. Does that make sense, guys? And again, I, I, a lot of, of the messages and the emails that, that I receive uh, from podcast listeners, it's like, they're, they're really getting it, but it's like we got, it, it's got to be tightened up because I've talked about many times, everything that we do, everything that we teach, it's sequential. There's a sequential process, not just in the methodology, but in the psychology as well. Everything that we do, I don't speak to hear myself talk. I don't share concepts and ideas that maybe this is the best way to do it. If there is a better way, and there's nothing that we do, there's nothing that we teach that I haven't refined and refined and will continue to refine. Continue to refine. So when you first enroll a new person, if you don't ask that question up front, then it's going to have a much more negative effect down the road. You're going to run into some leadership challenges down the road if they don't give you permission to lead. I hope that makes sense. Man, I hope that makes sense. So, again, Marquise, I'm not upset, but I appreciate your your insights, and I understand what you're saying. I absolutely do. And if someone is overwhelmed and distracted from getting envelopes, putting together a letter, and go getting some stamps at the post office, then it's probably someone whose reasons are not strong enough. Or someone who has not given you permission to direct. And I hope that makes sense. I know you're a deep thinker. I think it probably will. I think it'll probably make sense. So 
just to back up and we're going to get out of here. The most important thing when you sponsor a new person, I'm following somebody. Um, we have a system. Do you want to plug into it or do you want to do it on your own? If they say do it on my own, then your job is done. You know, just let them know about the company conference calls and put them on a team email list and, and keep stuff in front of them. But if they, if they want to do it on their own, let them do it on their own. But they say, no, I want to get plugged in. Awesome. Here's what we need. 20 reasons, top three, 50 names to practice with. Obviously, the 50 names to practice with are the 50 people that are going to get the, the, the we're going to send the brochure to them with the letter, the referral letter. 10 a week. Why only 10 a week? So you can follow up because follow up is more important than the initial contact. Send out 10, follow up. Send out 10, follow up. Send out 10, follow up. So that's the process which you understand. To answer your question, I believe direct mail is more powerful than it's ever been. Is there anything else that we're doing? Yes. Part right now, one of the things that we do when, when people are getting new people launched we get we we got 20 reasons top three 50 names to practice with that's step one if they never throw that ball back then we're done great they're not going to be one of our three to five this year let's go find somebody else the only reason to enroll somebody is to eliminate them as soon as possible and see every time i say that i know people cringe they don't understand they don't get it Dale, if, if I eliminate them, then they're not on auto ship and I'll lose my $2.20 commission this month. Guys, that's not what this business is about. We're in the leadership development business. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed on your team. We get so, we get so distracted with things that don't, that, that don't matter long-term for our success. What matters is you find three to five good people that you can run with every year. In three years, game over, you win. You're a superstar in your company and in this profession. That's how you win this game. It's not about creating a social club where I'm high-fiving Joe because he's been in, you know, 19 months and he finally enrolled his mama last month. You know, and I'm not, and not, not that I wouldn't, you know, not that I wouldn't, Hug Joe, but Joe is not the example of, of the culture of the leadership which we are building. Because when, when, when real, committed, dedicated, focused people see that, it diminishes the whole opportunity, it diminishes the whole culture of your team. You know, there's an old saying, we're strong as our weakest link. And again, I'm not trying to be rude or crude at all, but there's a lot of good people that are just catering to mediocrity on their team instead of inspiring leaders. There is. And it is the culture of the profession where people wander around from company to company as long as they still on authorship, they get to be high-fived and, and called a rock star. And that's the culture of network marketing and real business-minded people sit back and they look at this profession and they think, well, they've all gone crazy. Well, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. And, and Dale, you shouldn't be so mean to people. Look, I am not being mean. I ask up front, 
Do you want to plug in or do you want to do it on your own? If they say, I want to get plugged in, then it's my responsibility. I have to care about them enough and love them enough to tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. And I have to throw them the ball and give them the chance to throw the ball back. Give them the chance to say, I got my 50 names to practice with. Here's my top 20. Here's my top three. What's next? What's next? Del Calvert Marquise, thank you for your question. We'll talk again tomorrow on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, Wisdom of the Ages training, or answers to your questions.